try to go into a little spiel about why tone matters first. The simple saying out there is it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it, right? And in a lot of ways, that's true. Some ways it's not true, but most of the time it is true. Um, you know, when, when you're speaking to someone, your tone is the first thing they're going to notice about you. So if it's engaging, they're going to be more engaged with you. But if it's too blunt and direct, it's likely that they're not going to engage with you. They're going to be hesitant to engage with you. Tone is incredibly underrated. You know, we always know those people who just have really good tones. They have like a friendly tone of voice. Everybody wants to talk to them, but you know, not a lot of people practice tone. So because tone can induce an emotional reaction in your counterpart, one of our laws of negotiation gravity, understanding that before you go into conversations, I think is incredibly important. Tone is 13 times more important than what you say. The way you say it is 13 times more important than exactly what you say. Tone induces emotional reactions in people. You can make people really defensive or you can make them really focus in just based on your tone. Like for example, you, you probably know the the late night FM DJ voice, the low, slow voice that we use to get people to focus in. Kind of makes you sit up in your seat, focus in on what I'm going to say, kind of shows you that what I'm saying is important and you'll pay a little bit closer attention. But if I do that all the time, you're probably going to fall asleep. You're not going to be super engaged with me. That's why, you know, as we refer to it, the accommodator tone has a smile to it. Um, sometimes difficult for me to get into just because I'm a little bit more of like a monotone, deeper voice. But as soon as you smile, have a little bit more energy in your tone, you immediately get someone engaged even more. It's the conversational tone, the person everybody likes at the party tone. That's the one we want to be in most of the time. And then, as I mentioned, you can make people defensive with the assertive tone. So if I start yelling at you, you're immediately going to kind of put up a barrier and be like, yo, what's this all about? Even if I just say something as simple as like, how did you figure that out? But I say, how did you figure that out? You're immediately going to be like, whoa, what's this all about? Why am I getting yelled at? So with those three tones, you can kind of vary the level of engagement you have. And it's going to vary the response that you get from your counterpart. Most of the time you'll be in that friendly tone that conversational tone when you're gathering information from somebody or when you're just having a conversation that's about 80 percent of the time that other 20 percent when you're delivering bad news when you're going to make an ask of somebody that you know is going to affect them in some way that's when you drop into the late night fm dj voice and slow your cadence down drop an octave will engage that person to know hey this, what I'm about to say is really important. We never use an assertive tone of voice. It activates the amygdala in your counterpart, the fight or flight. So as soon as you start yelling at somebody, they're, the logical part of their brain turns off and they're just kind of in, in fight or flight mode. So for the assertive, they immediately have to understand that, all right, they've, they've got to stay curious. They've got to... Um, They've got to just be really observant of their tone. It's got to be something that they're thinking of before going into conversations so that they don't come off too harsh. It's not, um, you know, it's not a problem to be assertive, but it's a problem to use that assertive tone of voice. So they just have to be super hyper aware 
and just know they've got to throw a little bit of smile in there. Make sure it doesn't come off too snarky or sarcastic. For the accommodator, while they do have the easiest time with the with the friendly tone of voice, what I've found with different accommodators is they have that friendly voice so much that when even when it's time to drop into the analyst tone, they stay smiling. And if I deliver bad news to you in like a smiling, friendly voice, you're going to be like, is this guy a sociopath? They've got to make sure that they do practice that low and slow. Accommodators are always smiling, so they just need to not smile as much when they go into the analyst voice. Sometimes it's hard for people to get a deeper voice. So if you need to deepen your voice for the FM DJ voice, kind of drop your chin and round your shoulders forward. And what often happens is that'll lower your larynx uh, for for singers. You know, the, the guys with the deep voice do this all the time, but that'll come off a little bit lower. And then if you need to raise the pitch of your voice, you simply sit up tall, kind of chin up, and you throw that smile in there and your larynx raises, which gives a little bit of a higher pitch. And then lastly, I kind of touched on this with the analyst. They just have to be super focused on smiling more to be more engaged. Staying curious, I think, helps all three personality types maintain a solid tone. Uh, but for the analyst, they just can't be putting people to sleep. Like I sometimes have a tendency to if I if I get too monotone. Tone's a skill like any of our other skills. Um, it's it's part of the negotiation nine skills. In fact, without tone, the other negotiation nine skills don't work. So you still got to practice tone in low stakes conversations. You know whether whether you're at you know grocery store, Chipotle, Starbucks. Those are always the the easy ones that I use. Um, retail store, whatever it is. Make sure you know you're practicing that. Um, even if you practice in the mirror, so you can see your facial expressions, because a lot of times facial expressions will also work together with tone. Tone and facial expressions and body language kind of work together. So, you know, if if you find yourself making people kind of nod off and you notice that your body language is kind of like rounded and closed off, well, maybe if you stand up a little bit taller, um, pick your chin up a little bit, you'll have a little bit better tone of voice. So low stakes practice in the mirror, like for salespeople, call reviews are so important. You might think you've got a great tone of voice. You run the tape back on your call review and you're like, whoa, my, my tone of voice wasn't as good as I thought. Recording phone calls, like whatever it is, if you continue to practice it, you can drastically change your tone over time. If you don't have a good tone, none of these skills are gonna land well. You could be the best labeler uh, in the world. You can ask the best question in the world, but without the right tone, it's not going to land and you're probably not going to get the answer you're expecting to. So I would probably put listening and tone equally as important as each other. You know, it's not too complex, but, uh, it's not, it's not always easy. What happens if you are in a conversation and you use the wrong tone? How do you correct? Number one, apology. Too many people are are nervous to apologize nowadays. They think it makes them look weak, but it just makes you it makes you look self aware. Like, uh, all right, I was clearly out of line with the way that I use my tone of voice here. 
So an apology, prob probably even throw some accusations audits in there to be like, hey, I'm sure what I just said makes you never want to do business with me again. I'm sure what I said completely caught you off guard and now you're on the defense. We'll be mindful not to use that tone of voice again. So an apology, accusations audit, and then just, you know, put your best foot forward and show that you're not going to continue to raise your voice. It's got to be like a genuine apology. I think that's what most people fail to realize. And hey, uh -huh. your tone of voice is going to come in handy with, with an apology. Like if I just said to you, I'm sorry, okay? You'd be like, are you really sorry? Remember, you don't get in life what's fair. You get what you negotiate. If you want to become a better negotiator, click the link in the description below.